Welcome back to the Red Tail Talk Show. I'm your host, Drew Holcreeve, and alongside me, as always, is Dan Suzak. And Dan, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Drew. You know, it's been a beautiful day today. It was beautiful out yesterday. You know, I was tired of all the snow. Sure, we got some on Monday, but I think it's finally gone. And I'm very happy, not only because the snow is gone, Drew, but it's finally playoff time. We got some playoff talk. We're talking about playoffs. We're talking not, not, yeah, we're talking about playoffs, Dan. Not like an actual game, like a regular season game, but we're talking about playoffs as well as we got cross country to recap on this episode and we got men's and women's lax previews coming to you um, as our two new uh, previews for this week as they're coming up, they're opening up their seasons here in the near future. But quick, uh, your point on snow there, Dan, uh, I agree too much snow. I hate like when you're just doing your everyday life, snow kind of gets in the way, but it, when you go up into the mountains though, snow is great. Um, yes. Went skiing in Killington, Vermont. Great place. Great place. Lots of snow, lots of great footage, lots of good views. Um, I only fell once. Oh, see, well, that's that's good. I mean, I think yeah, you have to go in with the mentality that, you know what, you're going to fall. It's going to happen. Just if it happens, let it happen. Uh-huh. As we've talked about on previous episodes, I usually just force the issue until I eventually fall. Uh, this fall came in the trees. I like going in between the trees, creating my own path, stuff like that. It's really fun. Good for video shooting, but uh, when two skis run into a tree, that's not good. Uh, so they ejected and I went falling forward. It was great. It was a great time, though. Um, well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you had fun. <laughs> but um, I've been just, we're, we're waiting for, for sports to get back uh, rolling, right? We had that, that week off because we had played enough games for basketball, so we're finally back at it this weekend. But first, Dan, recaps. So no, no men's basketball to recap right off this past weekend, but we do have another sport to recap, Dan, and that is cross-country. That is right, Drew. We do have cross-country to recap. Uh, they've completed their only like regular season meet of the season, They went to Burlington, Vermont, and you know what, Drew, the snow wasn't an issue. They got the meet in, they got the chance to run, and it was a good meet all around, a good race for both our men's and women's team. We'll start with the men. Uh, All six of Hartford's runners that competed on the day set new personal best times, Drew, in the 8K race. So it was a great overall team performance. Breaking it down individually now, we had the senior Nicholas O'Brien leading the Hawks. He finished in 14th place with a personal best time of 24 minutes and 38 seconds. He then had a pair of sophomores to finish up the top three, starting with Christian Deal. He finished in 17th place with a personal best time of 24 minutes and 54 seconds, followed by Cole Kerr, who rounded out the top three, coming in 19th place with a time of 25 minutes and 29 seconds. So the Hawks came in third place in this meet on the men's side. They took down uh Albany, and it was a great result for the men they had a good race they got some nice action in before the america east championships next week drew yeah just great to get back out there you know as we talked about on the last episode right i've seen them running all over the city of hartford in the snow whatever they they it was good to get back out there and like you said no snow again because our meteorologist on the last episode drew holkry was correct in his prediction so not saying that I could also be a meteorologist, but I think I could. So, you know, if you need a meteorologist, news stations, I'm here. Uh, but that aside, Dan, um, yes, yeah, a great start. And as you said, you know, some good 
personal best. That's that's always great when you're 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 raising the bar for yourself and obviously for for those guys now next time out, right? Now they want another personal best. It's all about getting better each and every race, but third place, good finish, good start for uh men's cross country. Um and yeah, already getting ready for the the American East Championships coming up. So good luck to them. And now what do you have for me on the women's side, Dan? That's right. So on the women's side, we had sophomore Haley Marcello. She led the Hawks in the women's 5K, finishing in 11th place with a new personal best 5K time in 18 minutes and 47 seconds. So congrats to Haley for leading the Hawks and also setting a new personal best. We then had the junior Halimat Adianju finishing second for Hartford in a time of 19 minutes and 24 seconds for 16th place. And then we had the freshman, one of the freshmen coming in, Hannah Perkins, rounding out the top three for Hartford, finishing in 17th place right behind Holly Mott with a time of 19 minutes and 53 seconds in her collegiate debut. Uh, The women's team would also finish in third place on the day. And just for the race as a whole, it would be the Binghamton Bearcats sweeping the day, winning both the men's 8K and the women's 5K. But still some great, just a great opportunity to get out there and run. Uh, When you only have like one regular season meet before the cross country championships, you kind of have to take advantage of it, kind of get your legs like loose, get ready for a competition. And they came out, they ran really well, and they set themselves up for success in a week's time. Yeah, more more personal best there, and and great to see the freshman coming in and in her debut uh, at showing people that she belongs there. So that's great to see. Uh, like we said, personal best, getting ready for the America East Championships coming up. And yeah, when when you only got one race to get ready for it, you know, obviously you'd like to to finish first, but just to get back out there, get the legs under you, get running. Uh, it, it's a good start, and now. Time to prepare for America's Championships coming up and more personal bests, hopefully in the future for both the men and the women. You're right, Drew. And just to go off of that for the America's Championships, they will take place on Friday, March 5th, and they will be held at the Seaview Golf Course in Galloway, New Jersey. So just keep your eyes out. Once we get closer to that date, we'll set up all the information uh, for Championship Central and everything you need to know to cheer on the Hawks when they go down to New Jersey for the America East Cross Country Championships. Yeah, so good luck to, to men's and women's cross country in the A Championships coming up. Uh, like I said, let's you know raise the bar again and, and hope for some more personal bests and uh, hopefully a championship coming from the Hawks. But uh, Dan... With that, it's time to get into now previews, as you've already previewed cross-country, okay, America East Championships coming up, more America East Championship play coming up, and that is men's basketball. Um, it is playoff week for men's basketball, and we'll, we'll start with the preview of the playoffs, and then we'll let you know regular season awards, of course, are have been released, Dan. Um, but to start, we got the bracket, right? So Hartford hosting a pod this weekend. So the Hawks will be at home in the Chase family arena. Um, They're hosting Binghamton, Albany, and NJIT in a four-team pod. So the Hawks, your four seed, will get nine-seeded Binghamton on February 27th, Saturday at 2 p.m. And the winner of that will play the five-seed Albany or eight-seed NJIT, who play that same day at five o'clock here at the Chase family arena. And then, of course, the two winners of that will play on Sunday at 3 p.m. on February 28th. And the winner of that game will be the winner of the Hartford pod, right, and advance to the semifinals where, based on reseeding, we don't know yet, but they'll get either the one-seed UMBC or the two-seed Vermont Catamounts. 
Exactly, Drew. You you pretty much hit everything there. Not much for me to talk about. Uh, we did end up being the four seed, like you said, uh, when we went over the seeding scenarios last weekend. Stony Brook did win at least one game, and New Hampshire did beat UMass Lowell in that one game set. So that's why we ended up as the four seed. Uh, but we, you know, still get to host a pod. We have a lot of very good teams in our pod, though, Drew. We are playing Binghamton as the nine seed, but we also have U Albany and NJIT. We know just how good NJIT is. We just played them recently. And even though we haven't, we didn't get to play Albany in the regular season, they're still a very tough team to watch out for. But we'll preview that game later. Uh, but we'll just get to our matchup against Binghamton. We did sweep them earlier in the year inside the Chase Family Arena. So we have that going for us. But they were very close games. Uh, the first game we did end up blowing them out. We pulled away in the second half. But it was that second game where Binghamton kept it very close, had a lead, and it took uh, a three-pointer by Austin Williams near the end of the game to seal us that victory and Binghamton are hot right now. They're coming in a sweeping NJIT, who is another member of our pod. So they're coming in with a lot of momentum. And when coach gal earlier this year, when we played them said that, you know, they're a very good team and their record doesn't necessarily reflect how good they are and how dangerous they can be. I believe them. This don't, don't get fooled by the nine seed Binghamton this could very well be a trap game and it could very well be a tough, tough nine seed. And it's, it's a matchup we got to take very seriously or else we could be done after one game drew. Yeah, Dan, I would argue about the entire America East tournament uh, with everybody making it in the records are out the window. Everybody is O and O and anything can happen. So you got to bring your a game each and every day. And yeah, you know, Binghamton's going to be a tough opponent. So the Hawks are going to have to be ready. But as you mentioned too, in the rest of our pod and even in the, the, the New Hampshire pod, I mean, you know, Stony Brook's a seven seed, but I, I don't think they're a seven seed. You know, it's like the seeds are out the window. The records are out the window. Anything can happen here. And we're just going to see who, uh, who comes to play and who's ready to take, uh, take on the challenge here. But it's going to be some interesting games to watch for sure because I know you look at the regular season and I feel like there were very seldomly, there were only like a few sweeps across the board, you know, lots of splits. And uh, that just shows you, you know, all across all nine teams in the America East you know, men's basketball side that uh, any, anybody can win on any given day. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. But yeah, Hawks and Bearcats this Saturday at 2 p.m. Uh, in the Chase Family Arena will duke it out in the first round of the Americas playoffs. But now moving on from that, Drew, with postseason talk also comes the regular season awards, which were announced today, earlier this morning by the America East on the men's side. And we had three Hawks pick up conference accolades in Tracy Carter, Austin Williams, and Hunter Mark. So, Drew, pick one. Who do you want to talk about? Who do you want to talk about first? You know, let's start with let's just go in that order. That was a good order. I like it. I believe in signs and in that order that you just went in, let's follow it. So we'll start with Tracy Carter. Of course, he got all conference second team and all defensive team, Dan. And can you tell us why? Well, Drew, it's no surprise that he was on the all defensive team. Again, we maybe think he got a little bit, he didn't end up winning defense player of the year. Still a little bit, still don't know how he didn't get that when I tell you all of these stats that he did on the defensive side and the offensive side as well, Drew. But he is a repeat member of the all-defensive team and an all-conference team. He becomes the second all-defensive repeat honoree in program history, joining Corbin Rowe, who won back-to-back -back honors in 2014 and 2015. This year, he's averaging 10.9 points through 14 league games. 
He's second in the conference in assists, averaging 3.6. He has a 1.5 assist to turnover ratio, which is fourth best in the America East. But defensive side, Drew, this is where his stats just are unbelievable. Mm -hmm. League best 38 steals in conference play. Average 2.7 per game to lead the conference. 51 steals on the season. He's fifth in the nation in steals per game with 2.7. And not only that, not to go along with his steals, but also his offensive performance. He is the first Hartford player in over 31 years, Drew, 31 years to average two and a half steals and 10 plus points in the same season. The last person to do that was Lamont Middleton when he put up 2.5 steals and 18.9 points per game back in the 1989-1990 season, Drew. So Tracy Carter has come into this program and has just established himself in our record book. And He's earned his all-conference second-team accolade, his all-defensive team accolade. And with being fifth in the nation in steals, I don't know why he is not Defensive Player of the Year. Well, also, you, you say all those stats. First off, Dan, great. Always got the information for me. I mean, that's incredible. Um, but you say all those stats, and then you hear defensive, or you hear all-conference second team. And it just doesn't sound right, you know? Or, or the fact that not defensive player of the year, but, um, you know, back-to-back seasons where, you know, Tracy Carter, I think, took that into the playoffs last year, uh, helped the Hawks along with Malik Ellison take the Hartford to the championship game. Uh, so hopefully, again, that, that lights a fire under him and, and we, we see uh, an outstanding Tracy Carter in the playoffs and leading the Hawks back to a championship game. But uh yeah, great stats there, Dan, and and that's incredible. So hats off to Tracy Carter uh, uh, in the last two years. Unbelievable stats that he's put up. Um, but, hey, remember I said believing in signs and the order we're going in? I mean, we just started with that. That was a great start. You're hyping it up. So now the next two players, I mean, you better have some good stats for me here. What do we got next? We got Austin Williams, all-conference third team for the Hawks. That's right. So Austin Williams, the transfer from Marist, had a, being a great debut season with the Hawks, being named to the all-conference third team. He leads the team in scoring with 12.3 points per game, including 13.3 points in all 14 of our league contests this season. He's been stellar on the boards, averaging 5.9 rebounds per game to lead the Hawks in conference play. And he's netted a, a team-high 14 like games where he's hit double figures with 11 of those double digit games coming in conference play. Uh, he's one of the league's most efficient shooters as well. He's seventh in the conference with a 0.467 field goal percentage. So 46.7% from the field. And again, he's just come in. He's been a key contributor to this Hawks team, both offensively, defensively, and on the rebounding side of the game. And he's earned this all-conference third-team accolade, and congrats to him. Great great first season after transferring from Marist. Yes, congrats to Austin Williams. He's been an outstanding player to watch. And, again, with, with his performances this year, he keeps that going into the playoffs along with Tracy Carter. And then, of course, you know, we got many more players, and we got another one to get to in terms of accolades here. But if this team gets going, they, they got they got the the tools to, to have success in the playoffs. They're going to be fun to watch. So, uh, congrats to Austin Williams again and uh, to our third and final award winner, uh, Hunter Marks, all academic team, kids getting it done in the classroom, Dan. And that's right, Drew. These are student athletes. Student does come first. And not only do our Hawks get it done on the floor, they got it done in the classroom as well. Hunter earns all academic team honors for the second year in a row. 
He becomes the third repeat all-academic team member in program history, joining Jarrett Von Rosenberg, who earned the honors in 2008 and 2009, and going back to Corbin Rowe, who also earned the honor in 2014 and 2015. Uh, in the classroom as well, he holds a 3.79 GPA as an entrepreneurial studies major. And so he got it done in the classroom, Drew, but tell us how he got it done on the floor as well, because yes, you need to do great in the classroom to earn this accolade, mm-hmm. but you also still need to back it up on the floor. Correct. Correct. Because, you know, if, if it was all about like doing it in a classroom, I also would have won this award, but you know, <laughs> a 215 hitting catcher is not gonna, gonna do it for you. But, uh, Dan, we won't get into that. It's fine. He, he is the team. We're on Hunter Marks here. Yes. He is the te- team's leader in minutes per game with 34.2, uh, rebounds per game 6.2, and total blocks 13, while his 9.3 points per game are fourth most among active Hawks. So, yes, getting it done in the classroom, but he's also getting it done on the field. I'm sorry, the court. The court, Dan. I caught it. I caught myself. No. On the court, all right. It's hardwood floor. Yes, not grass. Okay, yeah, that'll, yeah. that, that'll wrap it up for all of our regular season award winners. So, congratulations again to Tracy Carter, Austin Williams, and Hunter Marks on a great regular season and the accolades that they earned from it. But Drew, let's jump in now to more of our spring and fall season previews, more in-depth previews for this upcoming uh, season, and we're going to start with. Uh, at least in this episode, we're going to hit spring sports and we're going to hit both men's and women's lacrosse in this week's podcast. So Drew, why don't you get us started with a little bit about women's lacrosse? What, what What can we expect from the Hawks this year? Yeah. So our next two upper women's and men's lacrosse are the next two to play. Um, and starting with women's cross, they're going to play first. Uh, they open at home at Almarzuk field, uh, Thursday, March 4th against the Vermont Catamounts at 3.30 p.m. Uh, so that's their, their home opener. They're going to get their season started. They're excited about it. And the team returns their top five scorers from last season. Again, this is a fairly new program, right? First couple of years getting going. So they've been young. They've been young. They've been young now. They're starting to get older, experienced, right? Returning top five scorers from last season. Uh, in Bertie Montes, Caitlin DeAndrea, Shannon Tuzo, Tiana Vasquez, and Megan Miller. So lots of options out there offensively. Um, it's going to be an exciting season to watch, right? Because now they're experienced, and, and let's see how that experience plays out on the field, Dan, the field with the, the turf. Exactly, Drew. And, you know, getting your five, like your top five returning scorers back is huge because if they would have lost them, then they have to replace their top five leading mm-hmm. scorers. But instead, they just get them right back. They had a great start to the season last year before it got uh, shortened due to the pandemic. But they're coming back. They're going to want some vengeance. They're going to want to keep their hot streak going. And not only on offense, but on defense in between the pipes, we have Hannah Ramsey coming back to return in goal. She played in six games last year, starting in three of them. So we still have some We still have some experience on the defensive side of the ball as well. And it's just going to be a fun team to look out for, a fun team to watch. They, you know, they are still a young program. This is their, I believe, their fourth year now as a varsity program here at Hartford. So these freshmen that you saw in the inaugural year, they're now going to be seniors. So you will get to see their true development and their pretty, like, pretty much how they developed in the four years here. And mm-hmm. they're going to want to you know, end their Hartford careers on a high note and 
yeah, to the take, take the program to the next level, Dan. And and like uh, you said, Hannah Ramsey returning in goal, you know, uh, people like to talk offensively a lot, you know, lots of goals in lacrosse. But, uh, when you're returning a goalkeeper, right, you don't even you don't got to worry about that. You're returning a, a good goalkeeper in between the pipes here uh, to kind of help on the defensive side and stopping those goals. And, and so that's also a, a big Plus, going into this year, returning Hannah Ramsey uh, in net for the Hawks. So, going to be exciting to watch again Thursday, March 4th, home opener and season opener against Vermont at 3.30 p.m. for women's lacrosse. Now on to men's lacrosse, Dan, as we preview them. And they're going to open up their home opener as well at home at Almerzuk Field this uh, upcoming, not this upcoming Saturday, following Saturday, following following Saturday, Saturday, March 6th uh, versus Albany at 1 p.m. So they're going to open up with Albany, who's usually a a top team in America East uh, lacrosse, men's lacrosse. And so Hey, start start with a, a good team, good challenge, and, and maybe a good start to the season, right? If you can get the W. But men's lacrosse, you know, that's that's their opener to start the season. Dan, what can you tell me about men's lacrosse and what to look for on this team? Yeah, so Drew, a lot like women's lacrosse, they're returning most, if not all, of their like leading scorers from last year's team. Uh, they had Carter O'Connell, who's the leading goal scorer. He had 14 goals, 18 total points in the six games played. We had Christian Paley, who led the team in assists last year with nine, uh, but he also had 18 points to lead the team. And then he had Tyler Kapora, who led the team, uh, also had 13 goals and a total of 15 points in six games played. So you have a lot of these key guys returning, a lot of the key scorers coming back. And like I said, with women's across, when you have that offense coming back, it's not an issue of we need to replace them. It's just let them keep going, let them keep having a, a good career that they're having, keep their hot streak going. And then in goal as well, they returned Cam Logan last year. He finished with an 8.85 goals against average for 54 total saves and a 60.7 save percentage. So a lot of key returners coming back on the offensive side, key returners on the defensive side of the ball too. And just another fun team to watch Drew and another team to look out for. Uh, This was a Hawks team that won the championship back in 2016. So, you know, they're going to be fighting to come back and get back into that championship game and win another title. Yeah. I mean, this, this team again, young the last couple of years and now going to have some experience. So going to be exciting to see the development and watch them this year. Like you said, you got O'Connell and Kapora to, uh, big goal scorers for the Hawks with 14 and 13 goals last year in just the six games played, but then Paley who kind of is versatile, maybe a playmaker, you know, nine goals and nine assists splitting it evenly there with 18 points for him uh, in the six games played. But again, we talked returning your goalkeeper, returning your goalkeeper and uh, some leading goal scorers is always huge uh, because now you're not focused on replacing a big piece uh, that could your team right so a lot of a lot of good returners offensive defensively going to be exciting to watch as well on the men's side for men's lacrosse who again opens saturday march 6th at home at almarzuk field against the albany great danes at 1 p.m so uh dan with that uh two more spring slash fall sports previews done we'll have plenty more to come i believe we're looking at men's and women's soccer for next episode uh, as well as then, of course, your normal recaps. We'll we'll find out how how men's basketball uh, fares in the America East pods 
which of course, you know, hopefully if they win their pod, then we'll be previewing them for the following weekend to be playing in the America East semifinals and hopefully championship. Yeah. Exactly, Drew. So with that, that's the end of this episode of the Red Tail Talk Show. It's been another fun one, Dan. Uh, always lots of fun, lots of information in this one. Uh, very good episode. You know, again, I, I know what's coming, but do you have anything prior to your goosebumps walk away for us, Dan? That was a great episode. Great, great time. Always, always have fun recording these episodes with yes. you. It's always a blast. I, I do miss how we used to get to record them together in person, headsets, audio board inside the Chase Arena. Yes. You know, it just over Zoom is a little different. Hopefully we can get back to those times. But in the meantime, we're making it work, Dan, and, and we're having fun doing it. Thank you for listening as always out there. And, uh, you know, also... I, real quick, I do have one more thing because we've been real weird about the times, not as consistent. And that's just due to the ever changing schedules and announcements uh, from from COVID and, and all that stuff. So some information just comes out at different times. Uh, we generally try to be Thursday morning. Sometimes it'll be Thursday afternoon, uh, depending on, of course, information. And we might have to talk about changing it for spring, fall sports, depending on when stuff gets released for that, because we're at the mercy of the America East conference. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, sorry for the inconsistency in later weeks, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get, we'll get a more set time. So, you know, when to expect to get the red tail talk show at the uh, podcast platform of your choice. So. Yes. So with that, Dan, goosebumps walk away for us. Everyone just stay safe, stay healthy, watch the Hawks this weekend in the America East playoffs. And as always drew go Hawks. <laughs>